back to the Sinister Sisters podcast. I'm Felicia. And I'm Lauren. And we're best friends. And we like scary movies. And that's us. That's us. We're still on the pullout bed. <laughs> we are still on the pullout bed. It's as if we have never moved. It's true. I think I'm going to leave it like this for a while. And it's just... so nice. I know. It's like, why haven't I done this the whole time I lived here? Because my TV is like right behind the, where the camera is. So I can just chill here as an extra bed and yeah. watch movies. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's really incredible. I um, stayed on my brother's pullout couch when we were in D.C., um, and I was like, what is this life of amazing pullout couches? Yes, of living room, bedroom combos. <laughs> There's nothing better, I think. Um, so, here we so, are. We are doing some more of these true stories behind horror films that we love, because you guys seem to like them, and we like doing them, so... <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's really interesting to do... I don't know. I... I just feel like sometimes we talk about popular movies mm-hmm. and people are like, we know everything and we don't care about your review of this, Yeah, but it's fun to talk about popular movies because they're better than other ones. So here we <laughs> <What>? are. <laughs> no? You disagree? Is this is this because you tried to do hashtag horror, which is a smaller horror movie, and turned out there was no information on the internet about how it was a true story? Yes, and so I'm continuing to talk about the Conjuring series. <laughs> So I am doing Annabelle, the true yeah. story of Annabelle. Which I want to know more about, so I'm actually excited. Felicia's the only one. Everyone else has already done this research. Me and all of you. <laughs> um, but Annabelle, you know, is in The Conjuring, which was 2013. Mm-hmm. Also had her own movie called Annabelle 2014, mm-hmm. because clearly she was the best part of The Conjuring movie. I think people, yeah. I think so. I think so, too. Very interesting. Very spooky. Annabelle Creation was 2017. Which I, I really liked that one. Yeah, I really liked that one a lot. And then Annabelle Comes Home in 2019. I also really liked that one. I think that was a little lesser for me, but <laughs> I, I did really like Annabelle Creation. Yeah. Because yet again, just like Insidious 3, I love it when a protagonist has a physical disability. Oh my god, that's so true. I know, that's really not. Yeah. It was a little girl with like a crutch. Little leg braces? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Anyway. Um... So, the physical doll that Annabelle is based off of is actually very different looking, which I just think is helpful to know. It's so different. So, it's a Raggedy Ann doll in real life. Which I had those. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. (laughs) Um, When they went to make the movie, obviously they couldn't use a Raggedy Ann doll because Raggedy Ann dolls did not want to be... Oh, uh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, whoever the owner of... They were like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, they were like, we do not want our doll to be a conduit of evil in yeah. a big movie. So they had to make this wooden doll, which is actually much creepier, I think. Well, I don't know. Both are creepy. It's really creepy. Both are creepy. But this doll is also uh, continues to be featured in the Warren Museum, which is also very cool. Mm-hmm. So they say her reign of terror began in 1970. All right. When she was purchased by a mother for her daughter, which I read that sentence yeah. and assumed it was a, I don't Small know. Small child? Six-year-old, seven-year-old daughter. No. It was a 20-year-old, 28-year-old nurse. Really it's, weird gift older than us. I don't know. I feel like either something's going on with the mother or something's going on with the daughter. Yeah. So, so it's purchased. a strange present for a 28-year-old, a raggedy and all. Strange. I know, unless, it, but no, not in 1970, because now they're kind of rare, right? In the 70s, they definitely were not rare. Exactly. I so assume. weird gift. Drama started right away. Um, they claimed that the doll was levitating. Creepy. Not good. Bad uh, signs. The doll would change positions, like her leg would be crossed after they like left a room and came back. That's spooky. Spooky. <laughs> 
the doll would be lying on its side. Um, the girl and her roommates began to find parchment paper notes mm. um, that would say, like, help me or help us were the two phrases. But uh, they didn't have any parchment paper in the house. Oh, weird. I know. That's creepy. I feel like maybe an intruder. But they thought the same thing. As a reminder, Lauren's a skeptic. And I, I am a full believer. Do not believe in ghosts, <laughs> but... Do I want to go back to this page? Yes. So the doll also began appearing in different rooms. Then they left it. Um, At one point, it appeared to be leaking blood. Ew. Also super creepy. And then it sort of, um, when they said, we can't take it anymore, uh, they had a male friend who was taking a nap and woke up with the doll staring at him. Oh, no. And he felt as if he was being strangled. Yikes. Creepy. Also, red flag number 235. (laughs) I know. Also, he had deep scratch wounds on his body. Whoa. So, uh, they pretty quickly decided it wasn't an intruder, I guess, because of that Mm -hmm. encounter. And they contacted a medium who, in my opinion, from this story, seems like she was just low rent or gave them bad advice or I don't know what. Low rent is such a casting term and I'm really sorry. I like it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, they that you didn't watch Lock and Key yet, but there's a guy that looks exactly like Chad Michael Murray, and I was saying he's like a low rent, a low rent Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> he looks so much like him; it's so funny. I love that. Anyways, well, this medium uh, held a séance, and so the the roommates and uh, the girl and the medium were introduced to the spirit of Annabelle Higgins, mm. who was a young girl who lived at the property when she was seven years old. There were some conflicting things where, like, I read one article where it said they found her dead body, like, in a nearby field Hmm. with, like, no cause of death. And then there was another one that said she got into a car accident. So, unclear. It's hard to get correct facts about legends, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, nonsense. But (laughs) it's hard to get hard facts about nonsense. I'm just kidding. Laura's the worst. I'm so sorry. You're going to like ghosts. I hate ghosts. (laughs) I'm really, there's going to be one day that because of this I get attacked, right? Yes, you definitely will, for sure. Anyway. uh, So, in this seance, the spirit relayed to the medium that she felt comforted with, or she felt, you know, good with the two roommates there and wanted to stay with them and be loved. So they gave the spirit permission to inhabit the doll. Stupid. Stupid, but but we'll get to, like, where I'm not even really sure what's going on. Uh, but things got worse from there. Okay. So bad advice. So then they finally were like, all right, you know, we should contact the Warrens. Which also in other articles it says the Warrens, like, became interested in the case. Like they heard about it somehow. Hmm. Which makes me feel like more they're looking for money. But anyway, Ugh, maybe they contacted the Warrens. The Warrens. So they were contacted, and they, when they came to the house, uh, determined that the doll was not p- possessed, mm-hmm. but was being manipulated by a inhuman presence. Got it. Yeah. So I don't know if Some it matters that they said, like, you can come into the doll. Yeah, like, if that didn't really make a difference. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it, so basically not... If it's an inhuman presence, it had no interest in inhabit or like it couldn't inhabit the doll. It was just looking for a human host mm. and was using the doll to get to uh, one. Yeah, get to one. So anyway, that's what they decided. So then Ed and Lorraine Warren decided they needed to take the doll uh, for safety, which also like feels conflicting with other things the Warrens have done. 
What do you mean? That they could just take the doll and everything would be fine for the girls. I think it's about, like, putting the doll... Well, at least at the Warrens, like, their museum or whatever that right. apparently is closed now. Right. Lauren found out. But it's, like, putting it in an encasement where it can't hurt people and, like, blessing that, like, having a priest come and bless it and do all this stuff. Right. It's, like... So it's in hands of professionals versus in the hands of, like, someone that doesn't know what to do with it. But it feels like sometimes they say it's not in the doll. Like, it's not about the doll. It's, like, it's not about the house. Mm, it's about, like, possessing the people. I don't know. So anyway, this one, I guess, was not. And so they took the doll. Um, and I don't know if the priest was there with them, but they do. There are articles that say, like, a priest blessed the girl's house and blessed the girl and her mm. roommates and all that. But they took the doll, and on that car ride, uh, they say they claim the doll willed the car's brakes and steering to fail repeatedly, and eventually Ed threw holy water on the doll in the back seat, and that calmed her down. Oh my god! She also is crazy. I love that idea. I'm just I like, know. <laughs> like take that. Take that, you little doll. <laughs> so then they got home, and they were okay. And they put her in the museum, uh, and. That's the other thing that, like, there are differing facts about where, like, some tell all these stories about, like, they brought Annabelle back to the house and she was, like, doing her normal shit and they ended up putting her in a glass box Hmm. or if they just did it right away. But she's been on display in a glass box that says, please do not touch. Yeah, please do not touch. Which also is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so they have a priest come to the museum and this seems like something that they do pretty regularly. Uh, and the priest has prayers that bind the evil to the object mm. and sort of keep it in, like, they, they described it as, like, an electric fence for the doll. So, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Cool. Uh, and then I said the thing they couldn't use Raggedy Ann in the movie. Oh, yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. They I read a little bit about, like, they changed her look movie to movie. So in The Conjuring, obviously, she looks like a very evil doll. Mm-hmm. But then for, like, the prequel, they made her, like, they filled out her cheeks a little oh. bit. They changed her painting. Yeah, made her sweeter looking. Made her sweeter her looking. life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, I guess at some point she was a good doll to have. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want one. Um, an Annabelle replica? Like a replica. They're very cool. I would like that. Not but not the Raggedy Ann. I want the one for the movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, so she... Oh, so there are now, like, all these stories of Annabelle continuing to wreak havoc that I thought were kind of interesting. Huh. The most famous one is that there was a couple that visited the museum, um, and the man mockingly banged on the glass window of the cabinet. Don't I do know. that. Don't do it. <laughs> Literally says, do Just not touch. don't do it. Don't mock Don't be her. a jerk. So he was banging on the cabinet and Ed Warren asked him to leave and I guess he did that. And so (laughs) then they got involved in a fatal motorcycle accident that led to the young man's death and the girlfriend who was in the hospital for a long time and was not okay but eventually survived, um, I know, said they were joking about the doll when the boyfriend lost control of the bike and crashed into a tree. Yikes. I never heard that before. I know. It's creepy. Yeah, that's scary. I do think mostly motorcycles are unsafe. That's probably true. They look really cool, but... But if I was the girlfriend and we were talking about the doll and my boyfriend died in a motorcycle accident right then, I would believe it was a doll. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if he'd, like, rode the motorcycle and he was fine. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, And then the other one, I I watched a video right before we started. Um, 
Zach Baggins. I'm not sure if that's how you say it, but he's the Ghost Adventures host. Yeah. He uh, supposedly <laughs> had an experience with Annabelle. Um, he, the video of him, he has like, you know, they have all those like cameras that show ghost activity, activity yes. which I don't even really, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. They say like changes in temperature, changes in. Hard to say if any of that's anything. Who knows? But <laughs> he said in the video, you can see the figure, a figure, leave the doll and enter him, which is also like, wouldn't you, I don't know. Is that what you saw? Uh, not really. Okay. Yeah. Seems Just like, like a, a, a bolt thing. Like a shimmer. A shimmer. <laughs> Just a little shimmer. A little glimmer. <laughs> a little glimmer. But he says that. And then he said the next day, um, there's a lightning bolt that struck a pole next to his car. Oh, no. And left a huge gash in its wake. Yikes. In so, its wake. It's wake. <laughs> Clearly not my words. Clear copy and paste. <laughs> I think it's actually an interview that he said, which also is like oh, really? crazy that you would say wake. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty extra. Pretty dramatic. <laughs> I will say, watching that video of him, I felt really let down. He has changed a lot physically in the last couple of years. I've never watched no. it. He's Except like for at he's hotel like rooms. this like big buff, you know. He always big like dude. wears like tight t shirts, and this was not the Zach that I knew and loved. Oh no, I know. Oh no. Uh, but yes, as I said, I think the museum is closed. Yeah. The website has totally changed. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, this is the Warren Museum. They both have died. They both have died, yes, which is very sad. Lorraine died, I guess, last year. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of recent. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the, I don't think you can go visit it, at least from mm-hmm. what I was seeing. Uh, but they were, at some point, selling evenings with Annabelle, which I think is crazy, um, up near there. That's where I'm like, that's, it's things like that where I'm like, I feel like it starts to make me think that it's all a hoax because yeah. it's like, why would you sell time with these really evil things if you were actually trying to help people? Right. Or if they're not actually evil. Right. Which I did, to be fair, Tricky. I did read that um, Ed and Lorraine never charged for their investigations, which I thought was cool. Oh, I know. Cool. I didn't know that. But like, if that. you called them to help you deal with the paranormal situation they wouldn't charge you they would just charge you for like the travel and the food reimbursements yeah that's cool and there was that one i remember like they had all these reporters and they did the seance and nothing happened and i was like if they were like money hungry they would have just faked something to happen but the fact that yeah. nothing happened and they were like oh nothing happened i was right. like oh maybe you are like legit i don't know i know it's it's very interesting it's i want to know i know i want to read more about the warrens just like as a The website um, that they do have now is really interesting because each, like, if you go to the cases, you can read, like, a a case file about each of them. I love that. Yeah. I know. So there were some on there that I'd never heard of that I was like, I need to look into this. Um, But where was I going? Oh, but they do, yeah, they were selling evenings with Annabelle where it was like a banquet hall where you would get, like, a buffet dinner. I know, it's crazy. What? And then, uh, yeah, and they would have, like, Annabelle, and then sometimes they would have, like, other items from the Warren Museum. That's insane. But I found it, like, on Facebook, like a Facebook event. That's hilarious. So, anyway. And it does seem like The Conjuring, like, from the last Annabelle movie, it seems like they're going to, like, take some of the other Warren's cases and, like, branch those out into other films, too. So yes. So maybe we will get to learn more I know. at some point. I hope so. But the stuff about Annabelle it seems like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of that was featured... At least in the Conjuring yeah. movie. Like, the, I didn't realize that the notes were real. Um, 
because she left. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was a real thing. No. But I'm also, I don't know. All of that is always fascinating to me because I'm like, if we could actually watch what was happening, we really think that a ghost was conjuring parchment paper. I don't know. And taking a crayon and writing with it. I don't know. But it's like, how did it get there? I don't know. It came through the window? I don't know. Oh, anyway, this so is little to this. Know. That's I think that's all my information about Annabelle. That's yeah, that's great. Is that enough? This felt like a short episode. That's okay. Do I we have mean, more things to talk about? Uh, we can do recommendations. Oh yes. Do I have any recommendations? I was like, do you have another one? I probably do. You go first if you have one. Um. Okay. What about a movie I haven't finished watching yet? Yes. <laughs> Does that count? Always. Oh, uh, there's a movie on Netflix that someone actually recommended to me. I mean, not Netflix. Oh, my God. There's a movie on Shudder that someone recommended to me, like, a while ago, like, maybe six months ago, and I never got around to. But it's called The Transfiguration, and it's about, it's like, a 14-year-old kid that is really obsessed with vampires and then starts to, like, develop vampire-like tendencies. I don't know exactly right now, but it's, like, very much filmed like an indie film where it doesn't even seem like it's a horror movie, but there's, like, things happening that you're just like, what the fuck? I don't know. I really am enjoying it. I'm, like, halfway through it right now, and I'm going to finish it either today or tomorrow, but so far, so good. I love that. Is that weird to recommend something I haven't finished watching? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. I've been I've been listening to a lot more podcasts recently. I think we've already talked about them on this uh, podcast. <laughs> I was podcast like, what are we doing right now? Podcast. But I really have been enjoying the Shockwaves podcast. Nice. Yeah. I've still have been listening to Nightmare University with Rebecca McKendry. Oh, so smart. She's so smart so and amazing. Smart. Um, and I've just listened. We both just talked about it. But there was an awesome interview with um, Alex Wolf. Is that the right name? Yes, that is. On the Boo Crew. On the Boo Crew. From Hereditary. And also Naked Brothers Band. <laughs> also Naked Brothers Band. But I thought it was so interesting. And he talked about his... Um, writing and directing debut yeah yeah he's done so much for being such a young person yeah but he seemed so interesting just listening to him talk and uh maybe was making me feel differently about Nicolas Cage a little bit because they're like best friends with Nicolas Cage now I know you've totally changed I have to watch I have to watch his movie it was literally Mandy and Colorado Space I was just like hell yeah dude it's so good. It's so and wild. I will say this is so unrelated, but I just needed to take a moment because I thought it was so cool that the opening um, the opening musical number of the Oscars, did you watch it this year? Nope. No, but it's um, <laughs> Janelle Monet and it's all, it's all oh, these horror movies. I knew. Yes, I saw this. But I thought it was so exciting because I was like, Us was represented, Midsummer was represented when they weren't even, you know, all nominated for movies. big, big yeah. Oscars. And I thought it was so cool that it was like just such a moment. We're having such a moment for horror. Yeah. And it made me feel really inspired to keep doing what we like and yeah. watching them. But Absolutely. No, I think that's really cool. I did see, I haven't, I didn't watch it's amazing. The, um, just her opening number was all I saw. Yeah. But that's really that's really cool. Yeah, I think people are definitely. I mean, obviously, horror is very trendy right now in Hollywood, uh, which I'm not bothered by. I'm like, hell yeah, more movies. That's yeah. great. Uh, but it does seem like people are starting to be like, oh right, like these movies also have something to say. The same thing that like this at the same rate as like 1917 or whatever. Right. It's like everyone has something to say. Yeah, and I thought I can't remember where I heard this because now I'm just repeating it, but. 
obviously it's incredible that Parasite won best uh and in, insan- insanity film this year. Insanity in on multiple lover- levels. Totally. Like foreign film. Right. Like horror adjacent thriller or whatever. It's like it's it's so many it's levels. Huge. It's insane. But the thing I was listening to is like, um, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, horror is like, you know, uh, like going into like class and like exploring all these things. And it's like, yeah, it's where like, have you been? Always has done that. <laughs> always has done that. And so I thought that was like, yeah. it's very cool to see horror just have this it's, moment. It's like if you look at any time period and what horror movies came out around that time period, it literally reflects whatever people were most scared of in society at that time. Which might be an interesting thing to talk about at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how in-depth we want to go, but... That sounds like maybe we could go decade by decade, but... <gasps> Ooh, sounds like an endeavor. Yeah. Maybe we have to go... Maybe we should, like, shrink it, like, less than a decade. Two years. there's a lot. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think that's really cool that it's... I'm, I'm excited about it. Even though there's, like, a lot of things always at the Oscars that you're like, Oh, snubbed. How could they? How could they not see these things? It's like... And as I look at the people that are voting on it, it's like it only matters so much, but it does matter in the way where like someone like that can get a lot of representation and then people will go check out a lot of like Korean cinema. Which yeah. Is, like, and now everybody out. wants to work with him, the director, yeah. and it's like it's awesome. It's very it's cool. awesome. But Felicia has to go watch Parasite right now. So <laughs> I do literally right now because I still haven't seen it like a uh, like a little loser. But that's it. <laughs> Just called her out. Call me out. I don't care. Call me out. But anyway, um, here's a short episode for you this week. Yeah. Um, and we hope you have some sweet, sweet nightmares. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.